0: Broadcasting live from the PHX.FM studio in Phoenix, Arizona. It's time for Valley Business Radio. Spotlighting the Valley's best businesses
1: and the people who lead them. Welcome back to another edition of the Arizona 100 podcast. I'm Adrian McIntyre with PHX.FM. With me in our virtual studio is Abby Fink, publisher of the Arizona 100. Hi, Abby. How are you? I am well. It's December. (laughs) I'm not quite sure how that happened. The other day... It actually hit me that this feels like both the longest and the shortest year of my life. Yeah. We were just unpacking our Christmas tree which lives in the garage the rest of the year and um and I had this weird feeling of like I literally just put this thing away like a month ago, which isn't true like it was last January. But um, time has flown and also really not so much.
0: Yeah, yeah. But the time from Halloween till the end of the year is a little bit quicker, I think. And I, you know, we were noticing, you know, well, typically you would notice advertisements and things for the holiday season earlier and earlier. And normally that would kind of set me off a little bit. And I'm like, come on, folks, we haven't even had Halloween yet. Why are we talking about this? And I'm like, you know what, this year it's okay. If you want to hang your holiday lights up and, you know, and it's, you're still wearing shorts, go for it. Cause I think it's all okay. And anything that kind of puts a happy spin on, on where we're at is good for me. So I'm, I'm all right with it. And, and uh, you know, it's a beautiful, sunshiny day and, and we're here doing our podcast. So let's just, you know, let's be happy about those things, right?
1: It's a good reminder, I think, as always, that the, the, the spirit of the season doesn't have a particular way it's supposed to look. And uh, I know we all have various traditions around the holidays that matter most to us, and, and, but, but those traditions can evolve over time and take new forms and yet still be grounded in that deep well from which we draw. You've written about holiday traditions for this episode of the Arizona 100. Uh, What's been on your mind?
0: Yeah, well, that was kind of it. You know, there was so much, um, you know, leading into the Thanksgiving holiday around how to be safe over the holiday. Should you travel? Shouldn't you travel? How are you going to have your family over? Is it going to be you know, Thanksgiving via Zoom, or are you going to be able to have people in your home? Should you eat outside, open the doors? I mean, there was all these guidelines around what was Thanksgiving going to look like? And we were kind of, you know, talking about this within our own family as well. You know, typically is a, you know, my mom will cook enough food, whether there's four people or 40 people. So, you know, the 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 preparation part wasn't really changing, but what changed was there was nobody else around the table, but our immediate family. And typically we'd invite in, you know, some other local family that lives here or or friends that didn't have, you know, family to go home to or such. And so we were talking about the idea that, you know, we still have family traditions, the things that we like to do, but what, what were they going to be and how are they going to be a little bit different this year? And um, so because we weren't um, on the road and we weren't traveling and we weren't, Um, getting prepped to have a large crowd of people over on Thanksgiving. You know, the whole family did a turkey trot this year. We all went out and did a little 5K around the neighborhood. Those of course have gone virtual, so you can do them basically anywhere. Uh, Football, you know, hang around on after big turkey dinner and watch football. Well, that was a little bit limited this year. There's a little less going on and news of, you know, different, the rivalry games and such have all been postponed or rescheduled. So we just started talking about what what new traditions might be started. And that's the thing about a tradition, right? It has to start somewhere. So if you do it this year and you repeat it next time, you've created a new family tradition. So um, I just think there's some new ways we can do some things. We've certainly, I think, already evolved in terms of you know how we're celebrating birthdays or how we might have celebrated Mother's Day and Father's Day. And I certainly think we're going to see that going into the into the holiday season here, how, how families and friends choose to, you know, honor and recognize the holidays and, and who knows, we might have some new and different kinds of traditions that will replace what we've been doing for, for years with something new. So anything particular that your family does, that's kind of being altered here for the holiday?
1: Well, yes. I mean, Jen, my wife is Canadian and we've always had someone from her Canadian family, usually her sister fly down and spend the holidays with us, um, and, you know, because ours are the only young children in, 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 in the family uh, and we're not doing that. And so that's been tough for both of them and for the boys. But, you know, we're, we're evolving as we, as we can, as we see opportunities to, to mix things up. Um, you know, it's, it, it just, it kind of also gets me thinking though that in every, if with every downside comes an upside for somebody. And, you know, what a number of weeks ago, on this podcast when we were talking with your sister about education and how there are students who were not outstanding performers in the traditional mold who have really shown on the zoom environment because they're more comfortable Raising their virtual hand and their learning has has increased. And you know the gamer kids and some of the more quiet kids who love being in that setting are really thriving. And the the ones that were the straight A students in the classroom are now having a harder time because they, everyone's different. And it just gets me thinking about the holidays. You know, it's very easy for me to think of them in a very positive, warm light. And there are a lot of people for whom the holidays are a source of pain, whether it's grief, or or, or loss, or you know, really unpleasant times with people that they're supposed to get together with and they just don't enjoy. And and this year may be an opportunity for people to have a totally different experience. Some of those expectations are gone and there may be a whole segment of folks who who find joy and peace in a new way because it's different.
0: Right. I think this is, you know, and it has been true throughout the the last several months that we... We have permission now to say no and it's okay. And, um, and we shouldn't worry about that, you know, that, that maybe not doing the things that you always do that, as you say, may be more stressful than, than joyful. And that it's okay to make those kinds of changes, you know, and, and then maybe you're doing a little bit more of the things that you do like to do, you know, we, our family, Uh, Typically works with a couple different social services agencies and adopts families for the holidays. And we feel as you know, that was that was a better use of our um, holiday spending is to support families that might not have um, the ability to, to do that. And this year they all got a little bit more than what we've done in the past because, you know, we're we're in a different spot and we felt like we wanted to be able to do that. We still went out and did our, you know, our shopping and such, but we were a little more focused on how we were going to do that. Um, certainly doing a little bit more year-end giving, you know, than I might've done because again, resources have shifted and and by not doing some of the things I would typically do throughout the year has allowed me to have a little bit, you know, fortunately a little bit extra um, cash on hand to, you know, to make some contributions to organizations that are, you know, here at the end of the year. So I think it's okay. And, you know, we, we had a few things that occurred over the the Thanksgiving holiday that we said, you know what, let's do this again. Like this was fun. This was a, this was a different way to do it. And I like how this replaced what we typically did. And so um, I'm excited to see what, you know, what happens when we we flip the calendar and we see uh, 2020 in the rear view and uh, to see what kind of carries us through and and what new traditions we've started and uh, you know what what things we do over the next um, you know several several weeks here during the holiday season. So whatever that looks like for you and your family, you know, do it safely, enjoy that time where you, you know, you can reflect on everything that's going on and, and, um, you know, be safe while you're doing that. And, and I think we'll, we'll see, I'll, we'll catch up again and we'll see what, what new ones we added to our, to our year-end holidays and, and see where we ended up.
1: Well, one of the traditions, of course, that happens every year and started a few weeks ago and continues through the end of the year is holiday shopping. Mm -hmm. And there's been a, a lot of talk about the way that the big sales events and starting with Amazon Prime Day, which got pushed back this year. Uh, and then of course, Black, Friday, which somehow seems to have started on November 1st, uh, was for some (laughs) people, and Cyber Monday, which became Cyber Week. And now I'm getting emails saying it extends through December 31st. So we basically have a nonstop retail season that is pretty much all of Q4. Uh, But that's something that has changed a lot. Certainly the in-store crowds that have been a feature of Black Friday doorbuster deals for a long time were less of a thing. Yeah, uh, if they happened at all, and uh, a lot of folks took their shopping online. You've got a story about that.
0: Yeah, well, and and you, that I, you, as you mentioned it, you know, you would typically see a news story on, you know, on Friday about the long lines in front of local retailers for the, you know, the. $20 television or the $50 camera or whatever it may. And you didn't see that this time, certainly not in the, the way that we've seen it in the past. But, you know, one of the things that um, Wallet Hub is a kind of a consumer uh, shopping habit portal, they do a lot of surveys. And, and um, I think this was no surprise to see that almost half um, the people surveyed said that they're going to start their shopping earlier. And I, from a personal perspective, I wouldn't necessarily say that it was holiday specific shopping, but I have certainly been gathering items a lot longer on and because I have the ability to, you know, do that online, or if I was out in a, in a store, just pick it up while I'm here so I don't have to go back another time. Um, but the other is, you know, is how we're paying for our, our items. So obviously, if you're purchasing online, you're doing that with, um, with a credit card. Um, and of the people say they're going to pay for those things in full by the due date. But sadly, there are still millions of Americans that are saying they still have credit card debt left over from last year. So, you know, as much as we are intrigued and enticed by the 50% off and buy one, get one free and whatever other retail um, tricks there are to get us to purchase, we have to remember, we do have to pay for all these things at some point. So, We certainly don't want anyone to be getting into, um, you know, into a situation where they can't uh, afford that when the, when the credit card bill hits your mailbox and, or your inbox as it were in, um, in January. But um, we are seeing that people are, um, you know, certainly um, spending their money on the, on gifts and we're seeing. Um, an increase in our younger community members, younger adults that are being more charitable this year. As I said, I think we're seeing, at least personally, although I fall in the baby boomer category, but a little bit more contributions to causes that are important. So there is a way to, to, um, you know, participate in the holiday season and certainly, you know, gift where you need to gift, but be smart about it. And uh, the, the, the gift that keeps on giving should not be your credit card debt coming at the end of the, the month. So just watch what you're doing there. And there's some recommendations and advice out there as well on how to manage those, those expenditures. I'm trying to follow my own words here and not get stuck in that.
1: Loop. Absolutely. It's such an important topic. I, I've often said that of the most important things that don't get taught in school, uh, empathy, self awareness, and financial management are skills, along you know, with other communication skills, um, that are critical to life and aren't on the curriculum. So it's something that maybe we all need a little brush up on from time to time.
0: Well, you know, I, I, I was always of the mindset if I had a, you know, checks in my checkbook, I probably still had money in the bank. Right. So it doesn't work that way. Trust me, does not work that way. Um, but that's a, you know, kind of a, a segue into one of our other stories, which is this idea about um, making mistakes and how mistakes can actually um, help us in teaching others and leading others in that, that connection and that empathy with others when you, you know, can kind of share something that um that you might have done that wasn't um what you had hoped it would be or the outcome wasn't what you anticipated and how that kind of creates this this connection and as i was working on that story i thought i tried to put myself in that mindset and i i think i do that quite a bit you know well when i did x y and z or you know in my experience this Um, but it helps make that connection. So, um, Randy Hall is somebody we, we include in our issue quite frequently He's a leadership coach. And he talks a lot about the idea that, you know, sharing, sharing your mistakes or the things that you wish you would have done better is a great way to lead a community and lead a, lead an organization because we can create that sense of commonality with, with others. And, you know, we did it here and, you know, things that you've done, things that I've done. So, um, don't be afraid of your mistakes is the is the moral of that story. They can they can be good things.
1: Well, you know, and there's something really quite there's an interesting paradox that I often talk about when I lead workshops on leadership and storytelling, which is when someone is trying to impress us by hiding their faults and seeming to be better than they are at things, we're never impressed. We can always tell. Yeah. And yet so many of us when we go out to either communicate with our teams, with our people, with the market, think that what we need to do is try to impress everyone. (laughs) Ironically, the best way to do that is by telling the truth about things that maybe make you a little uncomfortable to admit by, by showing your humanity uh, because that, that communicates to people that, Hey, you know, that this is a real human being. And also there's this intangible thing uh, about courage when, when we admit to our faults and we own them and we're, we're okay with it, we, we acknowledge the mistake and, and we you know, find a lesson in it and share that with others. There's a lot of people who are thinking, man, I would never, I would never own up to that. That's pretty impressive, which is what you wanted to do in the first place.
0: Right, we just come at it from a slightly different, slightly different angle. So, um, so just a couple other things um, on our issue this week. Um, I know that you and your kids are big fans of the Phoenix Zoo.
1: Yes, haven't been in quite a while, but yes.
0: Well, you might want to make a note of this. This is the 25th anniversary of the collaboration between the Zoo, Arizona Game and Fish, and United States Fish and Wildlife Service, and the United States Forest Service to save. The Chiricahua leopard frog in Arizona. Now, I don't know much about frogs, but in 1995, the zoo launched a recovery program uh, to save this particular um, species of frogs, and they've dedicated space. And now, 26,000 tadpoles and frogs that have been raised at the zoo are now being released back into the wild. So, that's our local zoo. We're so proud of what the Phoenix Zoo does, and that's a pretty great. Great. And celebrating 25 years. So for tw- that's what, about a thousand tadpoles a year?
1: That's a whole lot of squirmy wormies. That's a wormies whole say. lot
0: of frogs. <laughs> so I'll tell you what. Um, so a couple others, a, a new school has broken ground in um, named after uh, John McCain, the late senator from the state of Arizona that is uh, opening, broke ground um, and is expecting to be open in August of 2021. So Uh, Yes, schools are still coming on board. This is out in the Buckeye School District. Uh, We talked a little bit about um, holiday shopping and and what's happening there in terms of um, spending habits and things. We are still seeing hotels and other hospitality efforts in our state. Uh, Prescott is going to be um, seeing a brand new restaurant called the County Seat, uh, a restaurant and mercantile in the historic Burmeister building in downtown Prescott. So that's going to be a pretty cool um, eatery in the Prescott area. We always love to go there and, and walk around and kind of visit what's happening there. And then of course, let us not forget um, some tips and tricks regarding uh, your digital communications and some website designs. You know, there's, and it, as we talk about the online, you know, shopping experience and things, businesses still need to pay attention to what their consumers or their their potential customers are seeing when they come online to the website. So it's a good time as the end of the year is coming along to maybe do a quick refresh and take a look at what your your websites are doing. So our our uh, colleagues over at Fast Turtle are taking a look at that and offering up some suggestions there. So lots of great information about, um, you know, what's happening around our state, uh, focusing a little bit on business and nonprofits. And of course, the the good economic development programs that are happening throughout the state. If you uh, take a look at the website at the Arizona100.com, we have reinvigorated our calendar of events section. Now that we're seeing a little bit more um, activities happening and opportunities with, you know, drive through holiday lights and some other things that are, again, really innovative ways to continue um, bringing events to our community. So um, as we collect news of of interest across the state, we're also looking for um, any ideas and, uh, and shared information you might have about activities, both business and uh, business professional, and of course, any fun activities that are happening in your community. It's a great portal to uh, locate your information there at the Arizona100.com. So another great issue and another um, opportunity for us to share the highlights that are happening across our state. And as we uh, will have one more um, issue here in 2020 and one more, one more podcast for the year, uh, so uh, we'll we'll have a little bit more to share as as we wrap up the year into our holiday season. So it's always a great time to chat with you and and share what's happening around our state and to bring the Arizona 100 to our community.
1: Absolutely. And. Uh, I'm sure that that issue is probably well planned out. but if folks have story ideas or events that they want to submit for consideration to be included in the Arizona 100, please send those to editor at the Arizona 100com You can subscribe. it's free. Uh, you can find the the all the details there at the arizona100.com. And of course this podcast uh, comes out a uh, pair up paired with every issue and you can subscribe to the Arizona 100 podcast wherever you find your podcasts. Abby Fink is publisher of the Arizona 100. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. For all of us here at phx.fm, I'm Dr. Adrian McIntyre. We'll see you next time on the Arizona 100 podcast.